0: Hey everyone, you're listening to the Discover Grace and Truth podcast. Together we are going to discover God's grace and truth through the Bible for people who love Jesus, who want to hear His voice, move in His direction, and eventually help others do the same. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode with Pastor Anton Lasala.
1: Hey, welcome again to Discover Grace and Truth podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Anton. Glad to be with you once again, man. I'm excited. Always to talk about the Word of God, the Bible, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the whole kit and caboodle. Why? Because Jesus has given me life and life that's more abundant. And I just want to serve Him. I just want to put my focus in on Him. You know, He can turn things around for me in my life. So that's why I always want to talk about Jesus. And, you know, and, and, and I'm experiencing the freedom that we have in Christ every single day more and more every time I open up the Bible every time I worship every time I just have a simple conversation with God and he answers me man that is just, it's been so special Yeah, have a pastor and you and maybe you're saying to yourself well, Pastor Anton I don't I, I feel like I'm I, I'm I, I feel like I'm cornered I feel like a i'm not experiencing the freedom god has for me well i just want to remind you you know you're not alone because there's a lot of people that felt cornered felt like there was no experience with god let me just remind you of a story in second chronicles chapter 20 it's about this king named jehoshaphat jehoshaphat was a he was a righteous king he 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 loved God, but he got himself into some trouble. And the trouble was that, that he had enemies on all sides of the camp of Israel. And instead of lamenting about his current condition, he centered his prayer and thoughts on how big and powerful God truly is. In other words, he put his hope and trust in God that somehow he was going to, you know, get through this, this, this situation where he was cornered, where he didn't have a way out. Like there was no place to go. It only had to be God who delivered the people of Israel at this time if you read the story that's exactly what happened in 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 God said don't be afraid through a prophet I've already overcome these armies for you and in 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 great haste and in great honor here Jehoshaphat just started to praise God worship him and just started to thank him in advance that God was going to deliver him and all the people of Israel, even though they were surrounded by such great armies. God fought, the Bible says that God fought the battle for him. It wasn't Jehoshaphat's hand. As a matter of fact, listen, you know what he did? He put put praise and worship leaders ahead of the army of Israel. Israel, and had them praise and worship God while the army was behind them. Can you imagine this? But this is why we serve a supernatural God. He loves us so much that he has a way out if we just can just trust him. Lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge him. His promise was he would direct our paths so if you feel like you're in a corner like there's no way out i have good news for you jesus is ready to fight the battle for you just trust him lean on him and let's see where god takes you so i'm excited once again to be in studio with ray lasalle from ray lasalle ministries um and I'm excited because, you know, this this man, Ray, first of all, thanks for coming on again.
2: I'm so glad to be here, Pastor Anton.
1: I mean, just so glad that um, I can call upon you and we can have conversations like this, you know. And, and I know that God is doing some awesome things already in your life, and he has been. But I just, I just want to say that I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much because I feel like... Um, uh, we're in a battle together, just like Jehoshaphat was, and and we know w- how to get out. Yes, it's in prayer, it's in worship, it's in reading God's word, it's depending on Him, no matter what we face, and He always, always delivers us.
2: Yes, He does, and it it's a joy. You know, when you develop a lifestyle of prayer and fasting, and being serious about wanting to serve God, you recognize others that are doing the same. And we've been working in the same circle for a lot of years now. Yeah. And it's, it's just a blessing. I'm I'm enjoying this a lot too. It's really, it's great to be able to be a part of this. I love what you're doing. I, I just, I want to say, you know, not everybody that does a podcast is necessarily anointed to do it. They might have a good interest or effort. I, I'm just really enjoying this and just seeing you flow in your and your gift, because God has really gifted you at being able to communicate the way that you are, and set things up, and ask ask questions the way you do. I just I love it. I'm enjoying this a lot. It's awesome. I
1: love. I just love the series that we're doing. We're doing. We're calling it the the I Am series, and and it's all about uh, our conversations are all based on the different accounts and parables of Jesus and how they affect our lives and. You know, we've been talking about uh, Zacchaeus, you know, and the account of Jesus and Zacchaeus and the the tax collector and how he was a person that, you know, was almost dumbfounded. You know, last time we talked about this, you know, he was up in the tree. Jesus calls him down, right? And he's in his house now. Jesus is in his house. And so and I'm sure that he felt like well I'm I, I just feel the heaviness the judgmental attitude from all the people around me here I'm with this holy man and he wants to be in my house and I asked this question last time um, I said you know have you ever felt like like you like you like like Zacchaeus was being judged
2: yeah, and you know, when you first asked me that question I was I was trying to think of of an example, something that was a, a life changing moment. And I, I do remember there was a situation when I short it was after I came to Texas for just a short while, I had been given an opportunity to do some freelance television production. I had been a voiceover artist, I had acted in T V commercials, was a screen actors guild actor, so I had experience in front of the camera. And then I had an opportunity to to start writing some radio commercials, doing the voiceovers for some ministries. But when the opportunity came for me to do television commercials, to do freelance commercials for some of the more notable larger ministries, I remember hitting some resistance because those that knew that I was doing that knew that i had no experience whatsoever and and i'm saying this because (laughs) there are times when god's calling on our life requires us to walk on water and to go into territories that typically we don't have any business in we don't have the experience we don't have the training we haven't put in the time to earn our status among a group of people and I will say, I want to say this up front, that the people that gave me the resistance and the challenge, everything worked out later. It wasn't too long before things worked out. And I was, I was acknowledged or accepted because they saw God working in my life. It didn't happen right at that moment, though. So I want to say this to your listeners, Pastor Anton, that Please. it is very important to know that when you are walking with God, you are a person that is a target you are going to be hated you're going to be mistreated you're going to be mocked and Mm. ridiculed you will be the outside person at different times in your life and when that happens you have to understand that is what jesus experienced now jesus dealt with it differently because he knew who he was at different stages in our life we deal with it differently because we want to be accepted, right. especially if we're aspiring to go into a new territory. Wouldn't it be nice to be accepted by the people that are already there? They've already arrived. That's not always going to happen. Right. And in my case, I wasn't threatening to anybody, but I was just, I was in an area where it seemed like I didn't belong. But God put me there and he validated me and, and showed that I did a good job at what I was doing. And then I became a TV host for all of the Dallas-Fort Worth metro area. Wow. Probably, it was six months to a year after this incident. Somewhere in that range, might have been a little bit longer. It wasn't, it wasn't so long that those people that, that I had those interactions with, that they forgot about it, and then got opened some other doors. So the, all, those, all those, uh, uh, those feelings of uh, fractions, they, they were removed. And we never needed to have a conversation about any of it. It was just, okay, you know, now we understand. I guess you do belong here. You came at it a different route. And sometimes God will give us the shorter route to something. Sometimes he will open doors that no man can open, that nobody else could have walked through because it wasn't their calling. Right. I, I couldn't have done what I did any of it without the grace and help of god so that's a little bit longer answer than i intended to give to you but i just want to encourage those that are that are called of god are going to be alone sometimes that's just the nature of of doing god's work be comfortable with that be comfortable with the dis, with the uncomfortable and and go forward with a good heart forgive people by faith in advance but go forward nevertheless. You know
1: what? It's just, just, we're all been in that same boat where we felt like Zacchaeus, where we felt like we're being judged. Like we're, and and, you know, Zacchaeus was just being obedient. That's all he was doing is just being obedient. Mm -hmm. But he was also anticipating that something was going to dramatically change in his life. And sometimes, you know, you got to, you got to just put on those blinders, folks, those blinders and say, okay, Jesus, I, this is all strange for me, but I'm here. Um, I'm, I'm going to stay away from all the judgmental attitudes from the people around me, but I'm going to stay right here with you because you have something for me. And many times we need to get to that place. And every person has a moment in their walk with God where they have that place where they just have that the, the the eye on the prize, Jesus, and they were just removing all that anxiety, that judgment that just so is so pronounced in the world today. And so here's Zacchaeus. He's in his house. And in verse 8, it says, When Ben Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I've taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. <laughs> I mean, I think the press, I mean, just I, I, the only reason why I think in the way. Zacchaeus was answering this way was because somehow Zacchaeus must have understood the love that Jesus was giving him, and it just melted his heart. Yeah, to, I think you're
2: right. I think you're right. He immediately wanted to do what was right. Yeah, he immediately. There's there's something funny there. I, I want to read it in the NLT. Yeah, please, it says it a little bit differently. Uh, and and if I. Excuse me, if I can go back for just a second. I think that on verse seven that you just read, Mm -hmm. uh, it says that they all he he's gone to be a guest with a man who's a sinner. What were they? (laughs) Right. What were they? they? You know, they were pointing to him as being such a. In one of the versions, in NLT, it says they called him a notorious sinner. Wow. Well, how would they know? Yeah. You know, how would they know? Did they hang out with him? <laughs> did, did they hang out with him? Or uh, were was were they too pure and were they too good There's to be the label. Near him? you got one extreme or the other. Either they were just like him and that's how they knew, or they were just so far distant from him that they judged him that they didn't want to be close to him at all. Right. And, but they were placing that judgment. And so I just find that funny because a lot of the people that Jesus— found that needed him the most and that were the so so receptive and so glad to be in his presence right. were the people that everybody else just said they're losers yes they're trash yeah they're worthless and they were treasures to jesus so in the new nlt on verse eight i believe you just read or was it nine it yeah. was nine eight. uh eight and nine in nine on the nlt it says jesus responded Salvation has come to this home today. For this man has shown himself to be a true son. Oh, I'm sorry. I read ahead. Yes, verse 8. There you go. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half my wealth to the poor, Lord. And if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. You know, you and I are laughing right now because we know if we have kids and we say, who ate that last cookie? Right, right. Well, if, if I, I ate did. it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's when someone's not quite owning up, right. but they think that they're they're going to ease into right. that ownership. That's what I I'm seeing here, and it could be it could be that or it could be that he's truly being uh transparent and saying if I have, mm-hmm. I'll give four times. I just yeah. want to be right. Yeah, I think it might have been both. <laughs> you know? it, it
1: could have been I mean, the restoration that was happening in Zacchaeus's life was extraordinary here. Oh yeah. I mean, for him to even say the words that he did here in this scripture,
2: come on, he's a chief tax collector. You don't give money back. And what's what does that say for his career? Right. How are the Romans going to keep him in power being a tax collector if he's passing out dollar bills like uh, like? It, there's nothing to it? He's He is going to be in a position where that would end his career, I would anticipate. Wouldn't well, you? Well, I think, I,
1: I think you're absolutely right. But, you know, at this point of his life, I really believe this, Pastor Ray. Zacchaeus experienced God's love, yes. his joy his peace. There was something about Jesus that he didn't want to let go. And he knew from the inside of his heart that Jesus meant a lot to him. He called out his name. Yeah. Right. And so I think in this scripture, I I know it doesn't say it, but in his heart he had to have received
2: Jesus as Lord and Savior. It sure appears that from everything that we're seeing here, There was such a reception. The Bible says he was joyful. There was great joy with him running down, which shows he was not just being obedient to instructions of a strong prophet. He was running joyfully into obedience. Well, it says it right there. It says here. Yes, you're right. I, I want you to
1: read the same thing here after I read this. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come To this house. Now notice something. It wasn't just for Zacchaeus. Mm. Yeah. It was the whole house. I don't know if he had family or not. But salvation had come. Because Zacchaeus made a choice. To start believing and following Jesus. Then it says because he also. Is a son of Abraham. Man, mm. that must have gave him some assurance. Because that's all Zacchaeus knew. Zacchaeus must have thought to himself, everybody's calling me, I'm not, I'm not a son of Abraham. I'm 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 way out here. No one likes me. I'm a chief tax collector. I'm just on the outskirts. I don't even belong to this people of Israel. But here, Jesus draws him in and says, No. You're mine. You're a son of Abraham.
2: That's powerful. You know, when I'm looking at that, you asked me to read it, so I will. Verse 9. Jesus responded. This is in the NLT. Salvation has come to this home today. For this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. Then verse 10. For the son of man came to seek and Save. save those who are lost. A search and rescue. Man. Search and rescue. You know you hear when someone is missing their boat has a problem in the ocean something goes wrong and there's a there's the coast guard goes out right you've got these corporations that are sending out their extra teams but the coast guard they're doing search and rescue Jesus was searching and rescuing and you know you you made that point about Zacchaeus's household don't you know that Jesus was seeing not only Zacchaeus in that tree, but he was seeing all that Zacchaeus represented. Wow. What is happening to those people that he stole from? Is he just handing out money and walking away? Absolutely not. Right. There's conversation going on. Restoration. It's going berserk. Yeah. When a tax collector is giving money back, not just a not just one for the one, four times. There is conversation. There is restoration. There is a just an immense event going on here that I've never thought about until we were looking at it together in quite this way. In the same way that when the Scripture says that Jesus went to minister to the woman at the well, yeah. the Scripture says that the disciples were a far way off And they were looking for the food. They went to go search for food. When Jesus spoke to that woman at the well, and he read her her mail, and she realized he was the Son of God, she dropped her water pot, and she ran off and told the whole town that she met the prophet who told all of her life to them. The Scripture says they, they came to the well. So while they were on their way back to the well, the disciples came, and they were talking to Jesus about this woman that he'd ministered to. That cloud of dust was coming up from the road. While that whole town was coming to that that well, there had to be, with all that foot traffic, a cloud of dust that was coming up. Jesus said, look unto the fields, for they're ripe unto harvest. They were looking with their natural eyes. Jesus was seeing the whole town. Right, He saw that whole town wow. in her story. He knew that the Samaritans were considered disregarded, disrespected, sidelined. He knew what was going to happen, and he knew that woman was going to be an evangelist to tell everybody. That's what happened here. Mm. Jesus saw more than just that, that man in the tree. And Pastor Anton, that brings us to, as an evangelist, you know, I've you and I both have have functioned in pastoral roles. I've been an administrative pastor, been you know, we've worn different hats in our ministry life. But as an evangelist, that's something that I'm always functioning in. I am always looking. And when I see stories like this, I'm reminded that that's what Jesus did. He was, he always saw people that nobody else saw. He saw people that nobody wanted to see. He spoke to people that nobody wanted to give time to. Mm-hmm. You know, it may as well have been Jesus being the good Samaritan, it wasn't. He was talking about a parable of a, of, of a different person, but that was the nature of Jesus with that kindness, that love, that, that passion to restore, to mend, to heal. I want to be like Jesus. Mm. I want to be like Jesus who sees people up above my eye level outside of my normal zone of what I normally look for look at what I normally sense what I hear what I smell I want to have the extra senses that Jesus displayed in his ministry increasing in my life and I know you do amen
1: well you know this is this is awesome in conversation because you said it Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost and, and maybe you're listening right now you feel like Zacchaeus you feel like you're lost but Jesus has been seeking you he's been going after you for a long time and that's all you need to do is just turn around repent go a different direction and put yourself in the arms of Jesus. When you do, you'll find your purpose. You'll find your destiny. You'll find exactly where you're supposed to be. But we're all Zacchaeuses. And he's looking to bring supernatural change in all of our lives if we just allow him this is what the nature of God is. God is going after you. God is going after the sinner. He's going after the world so that they can be saved and not lost. And I'm asking you to do something different today. I'm asking you to see yourself in Zacchaeus. God's not a respecter of any person's. If Jesus changed this man's life, and he lived a horrific life, separated from his own people, but God restored him. God can restore you, because He's not a respecter by any persons. He loves you. He cares for you. And he wants you to have that abundant life. Don't feel like has Zacchaeus. Don't look at the judgment. Just look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Hey, Pastor Ray, it's so awesome to have you today and just having this conversation. It's been wonderful. Um, I've learned some things, uh, gained some things. Me too. And um, I, I'm excited that uh, we could have this conversation. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, something special is going to happen to some of our listeners because they're going to realize that God loves them. Amen. So thanks again for coming on board.
2: It's been such a pleasure.
1: Let's do it again. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this awesome day. Thank you, Lord God, for Pastor Ray. I pray for his ministry. I pray, Lord God, for his family. I pray, Lord God, that you would just do above and beyond what He can even ask, think, or even imagine. I thank you, Lord God, for the anointing on his life. To be that mentor, to produce the disciples that he so endures to do. Lord, I thank you that you equip him, help him understand more and more, to hear your voice and to move in your direction and eventually help others do the same give you honor glory and praise
0: in jesus name amen hey everyone subscribe now and don't miss out on any other episodes for more information go to discoveredgraceandtruth.com. if you want to receive an email reminder you can sign up there as well thank you so much for listening today we hope that this episode reminded you that god loves you He is for you and he is ready to go above and beyond what you can ask or think according to his power that works in you. We love you and we'll catch you next time.